How are we going to know our capacity? Are we going to be able to set those boundaries for ourselves so that when we get those three clients or those five clients or those eight, whatever they might be per week, that's what we can handle and we don't overwhelm ourselves. Are you taking breaks? Are you looking after yourself like you're telling your clients to do? Are you living the do as I say, not as I do life? Or are you living the life you're trying to get other people to live as well? Hello, everyone. I just wanted, before we start on today's official podcast, was to tell you very, very quickly about what's coming up in my groups. So in the past, I've done Confident Consulting. It's a group course. And I've also done Coaching for the One-to-One Practitioner. And what I've done is I've taken the best parts out of both of them and I've created a course for this July. Now it starts on July 6th at 5.30pm and it's all about client retention. It's all about getting the client, keeping the client and enjoying the client experience with the client. So we all want clients and we know that the media won't be quiet about the fact that there's going to be a recession. But the simple fact is people are still unwell. They still have their underlying problems and we need to be able to help them. And to do that, we need to structure and change a little bit in these changing times. And because this is hot seats as well as training, because there's masterminds and there's one-to-ones with me, you're going to get that client retention kit that you need. You're going to get what you need to keep those clients coming back because trust me, it's much easier to get money off people you know and are already seeing you than new people. But we want those people that are coming back to tell their friends. And I guess another but, we want to make sure we have new clients coming in as well. So we have to make sure that our old clients are telling people and that we're doing all of the things, but not necessarily just in social media. There's so many other places we can be sharing and telling the world about our product. So if you're interested, the link is in the show notes. And now let's get on with the show. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, coaches, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to the needs of you the practicing natural therapist. We have interviews during the holiday season and business and mindset support each week so you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in your practice. Don't forget to subscribe to receive the weekly episodes and if you want to connect with me always check the show notes because that's where you'll find the links to book appointments and of course to join the academy, the membership group where there's constant connection and community with like-minded practitioners. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you today? So today I wanted to talk to you sort of in a combination of things. I've noticed there's a bit of overwhelm going on out there, and there's a load of worry about finances and what's going on in the market. So Let's tackle that first one, finances and what's going on in the market. Now, the media have to have us worrying about something. It's the way the media works. So all during COVID, it was constant 24-7 about COVID, right? And then they had nothing to talk about. And so now it's, oh, the budget, oh, nobody's going to have any money. Well, wages going up. And if people want to do something, they have the money. And I've got to be honest, I've been into town a few times lately and there is 
no way that anyone else feels that worry about money that we have by listening to the news. Town has been packed. Every pub I've been to has been packed. Restaurants are packed. Struggling to drive around, looking at queues, going into places. So I think we have to take a deep breath and realize that this is the media hyping things up and making things way worse than they really are. So take a deep breath about finances. That moves us on to overwhelm, which moves us on to how big do you really want to grow your business? Now, I have talked about this before and that we have to be able to work within the time and space of our life that we're at. As I've said in the past, you know, when I had a baby, babe in arms and a toddler, I could see one, maximum two people a week. When we got to kindy, then I managed to get three, maximum four people a week. Then when we were at primary school, I have around five, maybe six or seven. And this slowly went up and then dropped again each time they're in year 12. So I ended up to 15 and 15 is actually my emotional capacity number for the number of clients per week that I can see. All right, that empathy bucket is totally empty at the 15 mark. And what's really interesting is when we had the P-plater driving to school and everything was happening and I was able to do things because one was driving the other and my life was that bit easier, I was booking in 20 people a week. But round five were rescheduling. I went cancelling their rescheduling because, remember, I have strict boundaries around paying before people see me so people know. So it's very rare that I have a cancellation. Generally, it is a rebook, okay? But around that time, I would have lots of rescheduling. So I was still sitting at that 15. And it took me a long time to understand that that was my capacity. And when we think about growing our business, which is kind of what I'm really talking about today, is got this worry about finances. We have this worry about being able to do it. The worry about how many people we can see or can't see is how big do you want to grow your business? How big do you want it to be? And what is your capacity within that business, right? I need to grow my business is a bit of a rat race. And yet it is okay to have our business as a side business and to be working for someone else and that be our main job. When we think about our business, we have to decide, is it a hobby? That's very different. A hobby job is very different to having a business on the side. A hobby job is something that you're really only seeing relatives. You're doing loads of study in it because you really enjoy the study, but you're not really seeing any clients, okay? That they're not your priority. The learning is possibly more of the priority for you. Like I'm learning pottery at the moment. I'm learning. So I'm coming home with tons of pots at the end of each grouping of classes. They're eight weeks for the once a week for eight weeks. So at the end of those eight weeks, I come home with a ton of pots that really nobody wants, but everybody's very polite about. And so that when you've got a hobby job, it's the same thing. You're going to conferences, you're going to things that are happening, you're buying courses online, and you're really only doing it for you. You're doing it because it's enjoyment and you're learning and you're keeping your brain functioning. But there is the other type. So we've got hobby job and then we've got a serious part-time job. We want to do this. We want to help people. But our main job, whatever it might be, is the one that pays the bills, is the one that we really enjoy for whatever reason. But this other one is something we'd like to do. So it might be that on the side you're a nurse and you love nursing. I have a friend who's a hypnotherapist, a naturopath and a nurse. And all of these years, I mean, I've given up the nursing 
And she hasn't given up the nursing. She's still there at the weekends because she loves it. She loves that job and she loves that aspect of her. And that is totally cool. We shouldn't have to feel that we have to do one thing or the other, or we have to go away from that one. We can do more than one thing if that's what we want to do. And then there's those people like me who work in this full time. And that is cool too. We have to remember that when we have our own business, there's a lot of side work. It's actually a lot easier working for somebody else. You haven't got to do the marketing. You haven't got to do the finances. You haven't got to do all of the things. So in actual fact, the fewer clients you have, the easier it is to run your business. When we think about where our business is right now and where our business is going, it might be that we want to do this other job, but we want it to go part-time so that we can then have this, our own business, going part-time as well. And then we've got the best of both worlds. Then we can take breaks and the holidays are paid for by the other job. We don't have to, when it's your own business and you're seeing clients one-to-one like I would do, I'd see a mass of people. I'd actually get someone in to help me because I would still have that 15 and five people cancel. Whereas when I was going on holiday, I would book in 30 people, but I will have someone helping me to do when I was in my rooms, that is, then they would make up the herbs for me and they were sort of working like a receptionist in an office. So they would do everything. You know, They'd book the follow-up appointment, they'd make the herbs, they'd get the prescription together, they'd do the online prescription for the client if that was what was preferred. So where are you in your business right now and what is it that you want thinking about growing the business? Where is the future? Because I I talk about the future all the time, don't I? I say, you know, are you planning for the future? What is it you want? Let's visualize to the future. Let's see where it is. But what is the reality of right now? Because we can do as much manifesting to the future as we want. But if we've not looked at the reality of now, of how much money we need to bring in, how much money we want to bring in, how many people we need to help, how many people we want to help, and what capacity we have within our home, within our environment in which we live. And what are the things do we enjoy that we want to make time for? So I've taken up pottery, so I've had to make time for that. I've had to move things around and make time for that. As you know, I'm writing a book. And that has, I've got to say, gone a little bit on the back burner because I'm doing pottery on a Wednesday afternoon and Wednesday was my book writing day. What moves, what changes to make capacity for these things? And I think one of the best ways is to write yourself a list, to sit down and nut out what is it that I want, but what is my capacity? So I want five clients a week. My capacity right now is Monday, one client, Tuesday, I've got both kids, can't do anything on a Tuesday, Wednesday, hubby comes home from work at four, so I could do a night, I could do a late night, so that may be one or two customer clients, whatever. Thursday, I can't do anything because I work that day in my other job. Friday, I have the kids at home, so I can't do anything. Well, my desire is five, but my reality is three, okay? So Where are you in business? Because are you, now back to that word, overwhelm? Are you overwhelming yourself with the what if and why haven't I got those clients? And if they aren't, why aren't they coming into my business? Why aren't they coming in to see me? Well, in actual fact, you've only got three possible spaces available. And although you're wanting five, you actually only have three hours a week available. So you can't have five come into your business. And yet we don't see that unless we sit down and work out those hours, and work out those numbers of who is it, how many can we see. 
And yeah, that does bring you into, do I do a program? But having programs also has work involved and there is background work and our programs can be of a variety. I mean, that's what I talk to about people about in my academy. It's not just a thing that's online sitting on your website and there's no such thing as passive income. That word passive income drives me a bit potty, to be perfectly honest. You still have to sell it. You still have to create, even if you're selling ads and working with ads, you're either paying somebody to create those ads or you're creating them yourself. You're still promoting it. You're either paying someone else to promote it or you're promoting it yourself. So it's not passive. You have to actively work to get Google to show it to people or Facebook to show it to people or Instagram to show it to people. Yeah, you have to be doing the reels. It's not going to sell itself. You put it on your website. Yeah, you put it on your website. Big deal. So I mean, when I sell programs, and as I talk to my academy members, and that's what we do in the months of May, June, and July, we work through, and the stuff's there. You can do it. You can join any time. Well, not any time. I do close. When you join, you can actually sit down and work through the programs and practice process. You know, the, everything's there, sitting there for you. But we work through it. We have live sessions. And so they're now all recorded and waiting for anybody until next year when it all comes live again and I update everything and I change and I add things because there's people who are in there every year and so they want to see something new. But when I have had programs in my practice, I was selling them to the person in the room with me. So my website couldn't have sold a program back in the day, I don't think. I didn't know I would have known how to do that. Would that even have been a thing 10, 15 years ago? Probably not. It would have been hard to do. It would have taken a lot of tech and I wouldn't have, certainly wouldn't have been able to do it. Whereas now, of course, I do sell programs. I sell programs to you guys, you know, the Pediatric Online Mastery course. This year, there's going to be found some other content I really want to create and put together. Ah, oh, there's a book going on the back burner again to add to the Pediatric Mastery course. So this year's, I don't think we should call it Black Friday. I might call it Green Friday this year. This year's Green Friday. It's going to have entirely new, never seen before content. But I mean, that's November. I've got to create that too. There's no passive income there. Even though the Pediatric Mastery Course sits there and anyone can buy it anytime, I still have to tell people it exists. I still have to tell people if you want to work with children and you want to work with families, you're working with mothers and you don't really want to work with children, but the mother says to you, you know, can you look after my child? And you think, yeah, why not? Then you need the Pediatric Mastery Course so you can go through and find what the problem is with the child. They tell you what the problem is with the child. You go and look it up in the Pediatric Mastery Course and there's what you give the child. Ta-da. It's all there. That's about creating more clients in your business, the Pediatric Mastery Course. But it's not passive. I have to tell people about it. If I haven't told anybody about it for a while, then I don't sell any. It's as simple as that. So how are we going to reach our, not reach our capacity, it's really easy to reach our capacity. How are we going to know our capacity? Are we going to be able to set those boundaries for ourselves so that when we get those three clients or those five clients or those eight, whatever they might be per week, that's what we can handle and we don't overwhelm ourselves. Are we giving ourselves, if we're working in our business, we're in an office and we're full-time or the equivalent of full-time, that would be maybe working three or four days a week and then you've got at least a day of paperwork, catching up, research, accounts and all of the things that go with running a business. So if you're working full-on, are you taking breaks? Are you looking after yourself like you're telling your clients to do? Are you living the do-as-I-say not as I do life, or are you living the life you're trying to get other people to live as well? We reach our capacity, we reach our overwhelm, 
And then we sort of either expect people to just walk in like they knew we existed or they are really all coming in because we're doing a good job and that, and we're encouraging people to share us and we're, we're telling people about ourselves. And so people are coming in and we're really busy, but we're heading into overwhelm because we haven't set our boundaries and we haven't thought about where we're going and how big we do or don't want our business to be and what our capacity truly is right now in the minute when we know what our goals are. We set our goals, that's fantastic. But what is our capacity now in the minute? What is our capacity? Yeah, it's coming up to July. Lots of us go on holiday in July. So are you telling people you're going on holiday in July already? Because you should be. You need to tell people you're going on holiday so that you can get people in like I used to do. I'd have tons, I'd have two weeks of chockers full on so that then I could come back a month later and I would be seeing everyone then when I got back. So what is our capacity now? What is it you're able to fit into your life now? What is it that you want your business to look like now and tomorrow and next week? Because we generally go year by year, don't we? Especially if we've got children. You know, oh, this year my kids in kindy and I've got three hours, three days a week when the kids in kindy. So really I can only have three days a week, probably three clients. And that's all the capacity that the childcare around me has for me to be able to put my child in. Or when they're at school, right, I've got a seven-hour day, but I do reading every morning with the children. So in actual fact, I have a five-and-a-half-hour day by the time I get home, and I still have to do whatever. So what is our capacity now? What is our goal capacity? What is our capacity now? How much can you grow your business now? How much do you want to grow your business now? How much do you need to grow your business now? It's almost an end-of-the-month kind of let's look at the numbers and let's look at where we're going. And let's work within our capacity so we don't overwhelm ourselves, we don't burn ourselves out. And we know that social media and media are telling us lies all of the time. Lots of people are slow, but lots of people are phenomenally busy. And when we look at the people who are slow, when I start talking to them, the people who are slow, there's always a block on them. They have their own block. They're feeling imposter syndrome. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling, or they're not providing times when people can come and see them. They are putting out to the world, I can't see you, don't want to see you. They're not interacting in that way that's going to get people coming in to them. So have a little sit down, have a little think. Where am I now? What am I doing now, now, now? (laughs) What's going on this month? I have my goals. These are my goals. But what is my step process to get there? And it might just be a little bit smaller if you're really honest with yourself than initially expected. I mean, my goals when I was finishing college were really big. And then when I came out into the world, I had imposter syndrome for a year before I was really able to charge anyone or see anyone properly or do anything because my imposter syndrome was so high. So be really honest with yourself and stop listening to the media. (laughs) Stop watching other people's social media saying how busy they are because chances are Half of them are busy, yeah, but the other half aren't, all right? Nobody has to tell the truth in social media. We're supposed to tell the truth in social media, but not many people do. You probably, as my podcast listener, hear more truths from me than anybody else. I've got to be honest. You and me, we're tight. Let me know how you're going. Let me know your thoughts on your capacity and where you're going. You can email me anytime. You can book in a focus call. I'd love to chat with you because where are you going? What do you need in your business right now? 
I will leave you with it. I hope you have a brilliant rest of day and look after yourself and I'll catch you on the next cast. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.